What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. is the uh, U.S. Senator for the great state of Wisconsin, Ron Johnson. Ron, how are you? Good to see you. Doing great, Joe. How about yourself? I'm living the dream. So uh, uh, people are confused. I did a big space the other day on X. I don't know if you've jumped in those yet, but they get massive audiences now. Thousands of people will jump in and talk about a hot topic. And obviously the hot topic was, did you really pass a $95 billion bill that doesn't do anything for our country and sends it all overseas? Ron, just on the surface, that just sounds really silly. Did that really happen? It is silly, and it did happen. But uh, the good news is it only happened in the Senate, and I'm talking to uh, influential members in the House who say that it doesn't have a chance in the House. So, so we've got another shot here. I mean, McConnell completely blew what leverage we had with the, the president's desire to get Ukraine funding in exchange for some kind of forcing mechanism to make him secure the border. That's what America wants. They, they, they want to make sure that we protect American citizens first. As, as sympathetic as anybody is with the Ukrainians, you want to first take care of uh, what we need to do here first in this country, which is secure our own border. So we've got Ukraine get $61 billion or something, if this were to go through. But you're right. It looks like it's dead on arrival in the House. You've got money to Israel, money to Indo-Pacific. I guess that's Taiwan. Um, so we're sending a bunch of money all over the globe. But, Ron, what I've never understood is, are we annexing Ukraine? Is that going to be the 51st state? Because if not, why are they getting more money than veterans get here? Why are they getting more money than retirees get in our country? Why are we fixing infrastructure here while airports and roads in our country need to be taken care of? We're paying pensions in Ukraine, and we're holding up small businesses by giving them some free American money. Ron, what am I missing? Why exactly is it that we're on the hook for so much with Ukraine? Are we taking that country over? You're not missing anything. You're asking exactly the right questions. You know, first of all, we don't have the money. I know we spend $887 billion a year in defense. What are we getting for it? I mean, every time there's new defense emergency, you've got to pass the supplemental and it's all borrowed money. Uh, the $808 billion is basically borrowed money as well. Right. But the very sad fact is, is that Ukraine right now is being used as a pawn in a proxy war between the United States and Russia. We shouldn't be doing these things. If you're really concerned about the Ukrainian people, you need to ask yourself a question. What is this war doing to their country? Right. You know, the, the things I've been pointing out, I, I was actually on a, a space is, uh, with uh, Elon Musk, a couple of my colleagues uh, earlier this week. And the point I made is that Vladimir Putin will not lose this war. You, you can deny that reality. You can live in some fantasy land that just throwing tens of billions of dollars more at Ukraine is going to all of a sudden have some massive breakthrough. It won't. Russia has four times the population. It has a much larger industrial and military industrial base than Ukraine has. Uh, the average age of Ukrainian soldier right now is 43. Uh, there are quotes from Zelensky's inner circle saying, you can send us all the weapons. We don't have the, we don't have the men to use them. Wow. So the very sad fact, it's an awful reality. I wish it weren't true. But uh, you're not going to dislodge Russia from those areas of Ukraine that it has, has over. You can maybe move the line a mile or two at the cost of, of human lives, both Ukrainian and Russian conscripts. And by the way, I take no joy in the death of Russian, Russian conscripts. So these are men yanked out of their villages, sent to the front lines to be cannon fodder in this proxy war. This is sick. So all of our efforts from the U.S. at this point in time ought to be what can we do to end the bloodshed? Stop this. Stop the destruction. But unfortunately, we've got uh, too many people in the United States Senate, I guess. They just think, and we heard this. I mean, that uh, anybody opposes us is dim-witted, short-sighted. 
I guess they're just smarter wizards than the rest of us, but uh, they're completely denying reality. It is uh, Senator Ron Johnson, the great state of Wisconsin. Did you watch the interview with Putin and Tucker Carlson? I did, and it was fascinating. It, it, it was. I mean, the, guy, the guy's a historian, and if you go back and fact-check him, he's got his history right. But he said a couple of things that really jumped out, and you would know for sure whether he was true or being truthful or not. He says that the Minsk agreements were ending before this, this incursion, this invasion ever happened, and they had a deal. And then he says Boris Johnson walked away. And then he says a year and a half ago, there was an Istanbul, Istanbul deal in, uh, in Turkey, and that would have stopped the bloodshed too. And he says the West walked away. Is he right about that? Was there a way to stop this before it ever happened? And if, if so, why didn't we take it? I would say his, his uh, telling events may not be 100% accurate, but I think there are certainly many opportunities to end this war. Uh, Biden hasn't even talked to Putin in you know since 2022 apparently. So again, there's not been a real sincere effort. But anybody who watched that interview, and again, I thought it was fascinating, can tell that Vladimir Putin is a very intelligent person. He's highly knowledgeable. I would say at least 90 percent of what he said was completely accurate. Uh, you know, well, one of the things he—it's not getting much uh, notice, but he's basically taunting the fact that these sanctions have been worthless. We're cutting off our nose to spite our own face. I, I pointed this out a couple of years ago, and I just got slaughtered in the press as being a Putin apologist. But the fact of the matter is the greatest threat to, you know, to America based on our debt and deficit is if we would stop being the world's reserve currency. Well, yes. you know, these sanctions are forcing Russia to sell oil and rubles and the Chinese yuan. Um, that's reducing our leverage in terms of being the world's reserve currency. We're, again, we're, we're, we're shooting ourselves in the foot. Uh, these things make no sense. So the problem is you get the rhetoric, the demagoguery, you know, sanctions good, Russia bad. Um, we got to look at the reality situation and go back to, again, if you're concerned about the Ukrainian people, look at what this war is doing to their country, to them, and reassess the fact that no matter how much we spend, you know, without risking a nuclear war, uh, there is no way that uh, you're going to dislodge uh, Russia from, from Ukraine. So You've got to sit down. And by the way, I was the only member of Congress in Zelensky's inauguration. I went back a couple months later with with the, uh, Senator Murphy. At that point in time, President Zelensky wanted to do a peace agreement with Putin. This is after he right. had illegally annexed Crimea and was in firm control of eastern Ukraine. He knew he couldn't dislodge him at that point in time. That's before the war. Uh, that dynamic hasn't changed. Well, Ron, the thing that jumps out then is what reason can you possibly think this administration would have to not want to sit down and get peace done? Other than, you know, the, the cries of the, the uh, military industrial complex and it helps the economy when you're at a war. It always has. I mean, is that what we're doing? We're trying to sell as many American arms and I mean, we're not even selling. We're just sending them over. So it can't be helping our economy that way other than creating jobs to build munitions. What exactly is the end game? Because you sitting in Congress are asked to, to send tens of billions of more dollars to ukraine and Zelensky. doesn't anybody have to tell you hey ron here's why we want to do it here's what the end game is this will be successful because and they don't seem to be saying that to you well they're using the same justification as they used in vietnam the domino effect if we don't stop him here he's going to be moving into nato really i mean he couldn't take over ukraine he suffered over a hundred thousand casualties right but this hasn't been good for russia uh, do you really think they're going to, he's going to take on a NATO country with all of NATO's weaponry, all of our firepower? I, mean, I, I just don't think that's an accurate assessment of the situation. But uh, you, you mentioned something. This has been a depraved justification for this when you've got people like McConnell saying, colleagues, you know, this really isn't going into Ukraine. 
this is this $60 billion is going to be used to build up our military industrial complex. This is going to create jobs in your state. So continue the slaughter in Ukraine. Continue to use Ukrainians as pawns in a proxy war to create jobs in our state. I think that is depraved. Yeah. But no, there is no strategy. Uh, this is the Biden administration. This is Joe Biden, who Robert Gates, uh, Obama's uh, defense secretary, said has been wrong on every foreign policy issue for the last 40 years. His string remains unbroken. They're just not recognizing reality. And that's a real problem for this country. It's Senator Ron Johnson, great state of Wisconsin. We appreciate you stopping by, Ron. As, as we're watching this unfold and as it's probably going to die in the House, what should be done? Because the border is always brought up when it comes to any sort of funding at all. And I'm here to say, and I think, I think you agree, you might disagree. You don't need even a dime more on the border. All you have to do is, is get rid of all those stupid executive orders Biden did on day one. He got rid of Title 42, Title 8, stay in Mexico. He reinstated catch and release. They're, they're completely perverting the asylum system. You, we don't need legislation or more money. What we need is for him to go back to the Trump policies. Couldn't you guys dig in and say, just retract all all the, all the um, executive orders, let's go back to the policies before you started, then we'll talk about legislation. Wouldn't that be good leverage? Yeah, that's exactly what we tried to do, but McConnell had a different idea, secret negotiations and produced this you know, monstrosity of a Groove Goldberg immigration bill that was so bad that in the end, he even voted against it. I mean, wow. think of that. He negotiated, according to Chris Murphy, he wrote it, and then he, he voted against it himself and recommended the conference vote against it as well, uh, because... We didn't, we didn't sink that bill. The bill sunk itself. It was such an awful bill. So as long as the House doesn't pass this Ukraine uh, aid, we can, we can do a do-over. We can still use the president's desire to get funding for Ukraine to force him. And that's what we have to do. We have to force him to use the authority he has right. to secure the border. That's, that's, again, we didn't need an immigration bill. We needed a forcing mechanism to apply to this president to do his job and use the authority he has. Now, some legislation could be helpful to overcome uh, previous court rulings that, that weaken the authority a president does have under existing law. Right. So th- there's no doubt about it. But again, Trump, even though he met that resistance, he had those court rulings, he still secured the border. And then Biden used that same executive authority to open it up. So it's there. We just need to force him to use it. Kareem Jean-Pierre, um, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, down the line. Uh, Hillary Clinton's tweeting about it. They're all saying... Every American will know by November that the border is not secure and that there's a crisis because of Donald Trump and his MAGA friends. Ron, how is this going to be a successful ad campaign when we all have eyes and ears and we have memories three years back where, of course, Trump handled it much better? Why do you think that's their tactic? Is, is it going to work? Because they know the mainstream media is you know, basically a mouthpiece for their cause yeah. and they will promote that. I mean, again, that is the blunder. That is the debacle of Mitch McConnell. By taking an issue where the vast majority of Americans agree with Republicans on, and rather than than hold Biden's feet to the fire, force him to secure the border, he entered secret negotiations to create this monstrosity of a Rube Goldberg bill that, again, he even voted against. It was so bad. But that was was Mitch McConnell's doing. Uh, But again, hopefully if uh, the House doesn't pass this Ukraine funding, we'll still have that leverage. We can have a do-over. And quite honestly, I'm, I'm working right now with the House members, some senators, and we're going to come up with our own proposal to secure the border. It's going to be a whole lot simpler, pretty streamlined uh, to, to actually do what needs to be done. And hopefully that uh, can carry the day. 
it's not going to go through the House is what we've been told by Speaker Johnson. I hope that he sticks to to his guns. When it comes to the leverage, you're right. You guys have all sorts of leverage. But for some reason, uh, Mitch McConnell seems to want Joe Biden to act as a monarch. What is the process on having a majority or, major, or minority leader in the Senate? And should the Senate go back to you Republicans? Like we just we the pressure on Ronna Romney or, or Ronna McDaniel. To get out of the RNC chair was great, great enough that she's going to be stepping down after the after the convention. She, I, in my opinion, has done a horrible job the last three election cycles. Mitch McConnell is exponentially worse than her when it comes to supporting the right people, supporting the right legislation, and doing the conservative thing. How do you replace him with somebody who actually has a clue? Because I think his days are numbered, no? Well, we tried. I was part of the effort uh, that uh, I nominated Rick Scott. Uh, Rick Scott got 10 votes. Uh, Mitch got the rest. Part, part of the part of the issue here, part of the problem is, you know, Mitch has this Senate leadership fund. He reminds us all the time, twice in the last two weeks, as we're as he's twisting arms to support this Ukraine funding, how much, how many hundreds of millions of dollars he raises to reelect Republican senators. Now that has an impact on some. You can tell it doesn't have the slightest impact on me. Right. But that that's pretty powerful motivating factor when you're the guy that raises hundreds of millions of dollars to be applied to the re-election campaigns of incumbent senators, apparently buys a fair amount of loyalty. Yeah, but Ron, I mean, he misused it. In the last election alone, uh, he, he didn't go for Blake Masters, which he should have. The guy should have won easily in Arizona. He didn't He didn't go for the, the for the right people in, in Nevada. I mean, the guy literally is holding the purse strings and didn't release it for anybody who had any connection to Trump. So, again, if you get him out of leadership, does that fund to go to the next leader? Or is that somehow Mitch McConnell is attached to it? No, no, I think any leader would be able to track the support because... You know, people don't like Democrat governance. Right. Now, all I can tell you is inside the conference, as I was trying to remind my my Senate colleagues, you know, is anybody noticing what a debacle this has been? I got shut down. Wow. Okay, Ron, let's move on. Let's 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 not talk about uh, the mistakes we've made. So again, it's a struggle, uh, but there's a growing group of us that is uh, pretty disgusted. I can absolutely guarantee the next time there's leadership elections, there will be another challenge, and I hope that uh, Leader McConnell will retire. It'd be better for the country, that's for sure. It's uh, U.S. Senator Ron Johnson, Republican, great state of Wisconsin. The House impeaches Mayorkas. He's going to be found not guilty in the Senate. I think it's fruitful because now, through the through the actual trial, we can get real information, real numbers. And this is really an indictment on Biden's border policies, is it not? I think so. And listen, I've, I've, I've been saying they should impeach uh, Mayorkas for a couple of years now. Um, again, I realize it doesn't have a chance of actually convicting him, him in the Senate. Right. But the impeachment inquiry... It highlighted the problem. Now, let's face it, the mainstream media until Mayor Adams and Mayor Johnson spoke up that this migrant flow is destroying their cities. Mainstream media was by and large ignoring this. So, you know, Republicans are trying to highlight this issue. I have no idea whether a, a trial is even going to take place in the Senate. I hope the House managers have an opportunity to make the case. But I, I fear there may be some uh, maneuvering by Majority Leader Schumer to just dismiss this thing, take one vote and be done with it. I, I hope that's not the case. I fear it might be, though. I thought the process was once the the House impeaches, you have a trial. You tell me that Schumer can just dismiss it. Yeah, we were discussing that. Like nobody really knows exactly what the procedures are and, and wow. how he might be able to. Let's face it, there are rules until people don't want to follow the rules in the Senate. It's, it's a it's a frustrating place to say the least. 
I want to finish back in Ukraine with Senator Ron Johnson because this is top of mind for all Americans. They are completely beside themselves, left and right, center, doesn't really matter. I'm sorry, 95 billion to who? Um, so one last thing in Ukraine. We were sending $300 million to Ukraine since like 1996 because they, they got rid of their nuclear weapons. We made a deal with Russia. We wouldn't go in one more inch to the east in NATO. We, of course, broke that. Not we, but NATO did. Um, at the end of the day, do you know why? Suddenly, it, well, our support for Ukraine has to be on steroids because of Joe Biden. Do you think it's his personal ties, the allegations of corruption? Does somebody own him over there? Why? why? Because we're not looking at Armenia. We're not looking at Azerbaijan. We're not looking at all the all the unrest in Africa. But Ukraine suddenly is our top priority. Why? Yeah, I don't have the exact answer on that. Again, I, I think we are fighting a proxy war. I mean, I've heard one of the old war games is to degrade Russia's military cap- capabilities. Again, I, I think that is completely uh, off base and, yeah. and r- really misdirection in terms of what we should be doing. Always amazing, always amazing to talk to Ron Johnson, U.S. Uh, Senator from the great state of Wisconsin. There is more to that interview. A few minutes more. We'll post it later on tonight on X. It's Joe Talk Show on Twitter or X, J-O-E-T-A-L-K-S-H-O-W. And we're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. I appreciate you stopping by. Good long interview with Senator Ron Johnson to find out exactly where our money is going, who we're sending it to, why we're sending it to them. Probably two minutes left in that interview, and we just didn't have time to fit the entire thing in. So make sure you go afterwards. I've been putting all my individual interviews up on X, which is Twitter. And I'm Joe Talk Show, J-O-E-T-A-L-K-S-H-O-W. The entire show remains up on the on the video platforms that we use. So over on Twitch, if you're a subscriber, you, you definitely get to go back and watch the videos on demand. On Rumble, the videos stay up there as the entire show. On Kick, I believe they're available as well. We're streaming on all, the, all three of those platforms video-wise. On audio, you can check out the podcast by going to JoePags.com. Or make sure you listen live. Uh, when these radio stations run our show, we love to get the ratings. We love to have you exposed to what we're bringing you. We had to get a senator on, had to get somebody to explain exactly what's going on. And the, the idea that Mitch McConnell somehow has control of the money, that's why he has to stay in leadership, really bothers me. And I know it bothers you, too, because he's not doing the job of the American people. He seems to be more of a Democrat than a Republican, Mitch McConnell. So I'm glad to have uh, Senator Ron Johnson on. More of that interview later on. We've got John Schneider next hour. Of course, Bo Duke. Uh, also a great singer, songwriter, great actor, of course, and um, and a guy who loves the country. Got a brand new song showing that love for country as well. Joe Pag Show. Coming back. Stay here. This is the Joe Pag Show.